With today's Jaldi 5, here are your hosts, Jaggu and Tarana. Welcome back to Jaldi 5, where we curate five stories for you that aren't the headlines, but we hope will enlighten and entertain you anyway. I'm Tarana. I'm Jaggu. And once you've had a listen, we encourage you to keep them in mind for the next time you're in a conversation with friends or colleagues where you'd like to throw in something that's, you know, beyond the regular stuff. Let's get you started with your five for today. Number five. While the focus in Paris is on the tragedy that took place at Notre Dame, its other renowned structure, the Louvre Museum, is celebrating the 30th anniversary of its famous glass pyramid entrance of the centuries-old museum in a pretty novel way. They tied up with Airbnb and ran a worldwide contest that offered two travelers travelers a chance to spend a night inside that 71 foot tall glass prism to enter the contest you have to fill out an online form and answer the question why would you be the mona lisa's perfect guest in 800 characters or less the contest is now closed and the winner whose name doesn't seem to have been publicized yet will be spending the night of april 30th at the louvre now it's not like they're going to throw a couple of mattresses on the floor and leave them to their own devices they will do this like the french do with panache the winner and a friend will kick off their evening with a bespoke tour of the museum guided by an art historian similar to the kind of private tours that the obamas and beyonce have had the pleasure of taking that is to be followed by cocktails in a living room setup accompanied by the mona lisa yes that the original da vinci wala mona lisa that one cocktails will be followed by dinner in another part of the museum in the same space that houses the famous venus de milo the extravagant menu will honor the mythical goddess with dishes inspired by love and beauty after that the guests head to another wing in the museum for a private concert to be held in what were Napoleon the 3rd's private apartments and we can assure you it's not got one 2 bhk suburban vibe to it it's a very over the top opulent french palace and after all of that they go to spend the night under the renowned glass pyramid but after an experience like that we doubt they're going to be in the mood for much sleep assuming you are not the person that won this extravagant once in a lifetime experience there's a few more though less high profile activities coming out of this collaboration between the Louvre and Airbnb. In May, the Louvre's Cafe Richelieu Angelina will host a string of intimate Airbnb concerts featuring up-and-coming French artists. And starting in September, art aficionados will be able to sign up for exclusive walkthroughs led by Airbnb hosts with insider knowledge of the museum's works. So next month onwards, there's more to look forward to. And if you do get to the cafe for that concert, try their hot chocolate. Trust me. Number 4. Donald Trump is on show in Hong Kong. Actually quite literally, yeah. A surreal Cantonese opera called Trump on Show debuted recently in the city. It's written by local opera veteran Edward Lee Kuiming and is the fictionalized account of the US president's quest to find his long-lost twin brother raised in China. His entry onto stage is just after a scene where Mao Zedong, the founding father of communist China, is playing table tennis with ex-US president Richard Nixon. Who's a little bit smashed? We told you it was surreal. So Trump walks on, accompanied by four women in scarlet gowns, wearing a tight suit himself, and says, "I have a twin brother. His name is Chuan Pu, and he should look 90% identical to me." So Chuan Pu is how the Chinese say Donald Trump, by the way. Then the story progresses with complicated plots of family separation, romance, and friendship. All of this is par for the course for traditional Cantonese opera. And in a nod to tradition, it features elaborate dancing, Chinese musical instruments, and high-pitched vocals. Cantonese opera itself is a 500-year-old art form. With 
started losing its popularity after cinema and television became popular. So much so that almost all the opera theatres in Hong Kong shut down. Nine years ago, the writer of Trump on Show, Edward Lee, rented the last one called Sunbeam and saved it from closure. Since then, he's put up over 30 original operas, pretty much reviving an almost lost art. And one of the ways that he makes it interesting is to bring it into modern times. So Trump on Show, besides uh, its cast of uh, very contemporary political characters, also involves the US-North Korea summit and even intergalactic warfare. Seems like he's taking it into the future also. There's also an Ivanka Trump character, as well as Trump doing the finger pointing and your fired thing that he made famous during his own TV show, The Apprentice. And in case you're wondering, who would want to see this on stage? The thousand tickets for each of its four shows sold out. Number three. There's a new royal rumour floating about. After Prince Philip's driving accident and that there might be issues between the two brothers, William and Harry, or perhaps their wives, comes a whole new rumour that Harry and Meghan might shift to Africa. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex are supposedly considering a longish sabbatical to the African continent. The idea being to win themselves a little freedom and live a little bit. They could also continue some of their royal duties there since Africa includes many Commonwealth countries. It's also a place that's close to their heart. Harry had persuaded Meghan to come and join him in Botswana after their first few dates in 2017. It was their first trip together and they spent a fantastic five days by themselves getting to know each other better. So they do have happy memories of the place themselves. Harry has also said that Botswana will always have sentimental value to him because that's where he and Prince Charles and William went to get away from it all after Princess Diana's death in 1997. Harry had even started a charity in the African country of Lesotho in 2006 after he had visited the country as a teenager. Their sentimental fondness for the continent continues. The main stone in Meghan's engagement ring was sourced from Botswana, while the diamonds surrounding it came from the jewellery collection of Harry's mother, Princess Diana. Buckingham Palace is being cagey about it though. They made a statement saying that any future plans for the Duke and Duchess were speculative at this stage and no decisions had been taken yet about future roles. But even they have not flatly denied it. So we probably haven't heard the last of it. Number 2 You like to travel fancy but couldn't be bothered with taking off and landing at airports. There might be something for you. It's called the Tilt Rotor Aircraft. Now, it's not a new thing. The military has been using it for years. But for the first time, a production model is on track to be approved for civilian use. Now, those roles will include emergency medical evacuation flights, search and rescue operations, and this is where you come in, executive travel. How is this different from what a helicopter does, you will ask? Basically, distance and height. A helicopter can only take you so far and so high. These tilt rotor aircraft can fly more than a thousand miles. So that's like over 1600 kilometers, which is basically about the Delhi-Bangalore distance. And some of these prototypes can fly as high as 25,000 feet comfortably over any bad weather. It's basically a helicopter doing a plane's job. So these hybrids fly thanks to turboprop propeller engines on the ends of each wing. Each engine swivels up or down depending on whether the aircraft is hovering, landing, taking off or cruising across the sky. So as an example of what it can do, a low-flying search plane can spot people on the ground. But those people must then wait for a chopper to transport them to safety. A tilt-rotor aircraft could save time and potentially lives by doing both. Flying on long-distance searches and then hovering and hoisting people up from the ground. As a millionaire, you could also fly very comfortably in these aircraft and land on a helipad close to you, maybe on your own roof instead of at an airport. Of course, you do have to be rich. It has a capacity for about 10 passengers and the price tag is expected to be about $25 million. That hasn't stopped people and organizations from pre-ordering it, huh? The company that's making them, the Italian aerospace specialist Leonardo, 
has already received orders from the US, the UAE and Japan. Or you can wait about a decade or so for their newer concept which will seat about 25 passengers and will no doubt be more expensive but I'm sure it's worth the price. Look, let's compare it to a Mercedes. There is nothing more annoying than sitting in your E-class Merc and right then having someone in an S-class pull up right next to you. This is the same situation except it involves more zeros in the price tag. Number 1 and finally, with so much of Trump every day, especially with this whole Mueller report circus nowadays, it's good to hear about a more intelligent president, even if he's an ex. There's going to be a tribute exhibition to Barack Obama in his hometown of Chicago. And it really is going to be Obama all the way. Rob Pruitt, an American artist, began creating Obama portraits on the day of his presidential inauguration. Now he's done 3,000 of them, basically one for each day that Obama was president. Each painting features a scene from that day's news depicted in red, white and blue. Some portraits are political, such as his first State of the Union address as president. Some are personal, like Obama walking his dog or spending a quiet moment with Michelle. But unfortunately, even then you can't avoid Trump. There's also another painting of Obama that is back in the news. Nothing to do with this exhibition. It is actually his official presidential portrait that was made at the end of his tenure by artist Kehinde Wiley. So a t-shirt featuring a satirical version of that portrait was added to Donald Trump's online gift shop. Selling for $28, it depicts Obama spying on the current president through binoculars. Proceeds from the sales of those t-shirts will go towards Trump's re-election campaign. Whenever you feel he can't go any lower, na, he finds a way to surprise you, that fellow. Leaving you to wonder whether the selfie craze is getting a little out of hand and perhaps you should have your own portrait made. It's a wrap on Jaldi 5 for today. Keep these topics handy for the next time you want to throw entertaining stuff into a conversation. We also love to hear from you so please note Jaggu uses Jagguism on Insta and Twitter and across social I'm at Tarana Raja. You can also email feedback to jukebox at bookmyshow.com and follow Book My Show on Facebook, Insta and Twitter for updates on movies, events and theatre gigs. And also please check out our longer order show. It's called The Odd Couple and it's also available right here on Book My Show. A new episode will be out on Friday. Until next time, I'm Jaggu. And I'm Tarana. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Jaldi 5 with Jaggu and Tarana. Exclusively on Book My Show. Where all you gotta do is hashtag just press play.